2: now
4: Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Monday Night Livestream. This is a special presentation. Tonight, I am scheduled to be joined by Jake Lang. Jake is currently one of Joe Biden's political prisoners from January 6th. He has been besmirched, he's been defamed, and none of it's true. He's currently in prison. He's been incarcerated for over 20 months as a pretrial detainee. And he's obviously trying to get the truth out about what really happened on January 6th. The truth of how the police instigated and provoked a peaceful crowd and ultimately killed Roseanne Boyland and three other people that we know about. He's also the creator of J6Truth.org. It's got a bunch of J6 News, events, videos, stuff that you're not going to find on the mainstream media, of course. Now, he's also just released a documentary called The Truth About January 6th. He is the narrator. You might have seen it, might have heard about it. It's got over a million views currently, and he has been organizing a January 6th Solidarity Truth press conference. That's going to be held September 24th from 1 to 5 p.m. You can get everything at j6solid.com. We're waiting for Jake to join us. He should be here any minute. Obviously, he is just getting out of his cell. He's going to be calling us as soon as he can. So do me a favor, guys. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we will be right back after this. All right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Jake is still not here yet. I thought that was probably to be expected. Uh, He gets out of his cell at certain times every day. And uh, I was pretty sure that they weren't going to just let him go straight out and grab the phone. So – while we're waiting for him to arrive, I thought I would play you the trailer for "The Truth About January 6th." I know that a lot of people have seen it; it's a really powerful film. But if you haven't, this is definitely something that you need to check out in the future. Now, I uh, I have a whole bunch of other good things scheduled this week. We have some schedule changes because I'm going to be going to the rally in Ohio this weekend. Going to be hanging out with Jr. and maybe POTUS. Certainly, some other people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. So we'll see how that goes. But Lisa is going to be streaming the rally from here, while I'm going to be there, and I'm going to try to call in on Zoom and see what kind of live action I can get for you guys. Thank you very much for coming here for this uh, uh, totally irregular stream. I know I normally don't go live on Monday nights, uh, but there was only certain times that Jake would be available to come and join us, and he's somebody that I've wanted to have on the show for a long time. So let's go ahead and check out the trailer for The Truth About January 6th.
1: I think we need to know more about January 6th. There's so much footage that has not been released.
2: A bunch of President Trump's supporters are still rotting in jail cells.
4: You have to have equal justice. It's very, very unfair
2: what's happened to this group of people. They entice them, they entrap them, and then they attack them.
4: Well, you guys know because I've told you, uh, many of you also know because you were present on January 6th, you know that things did not go down the way they said they did. We were there when it was a peaceful protest, when absolutely nothing insane was happening. And we were there at the very moment that the police started firing flashbangs and tear gas grenades into the crowd. That was the moment at which things started to go south. And, uh, you know, I can absolutely understand why people would be angry. I can certainly understand why somebody like Jake, who I think he got hit in the foot with some type of a grenade, broke his foot, shattered a bunch of bones. You know why he would be able to to have uh, some righteous anger, certainly after being held in solitary confinement for 20 months. I think that's enough to give somebody a uh, reason to have some righteous anger. But more than anything, it's the unfair prosecution. It is the in equal application of justice under the law. The fact that this current regime an illegal and unjust regime is dishing out law in a manner that is not consistent with the law. They don't make people who really commit crimes pay. In fact, those people get out with no cash bail. Those people are allowed to roam the countryside robbing, raping, pillaging, killing, doing whatever it is that they want to do. Meanwhile, law-abiding citizens get their guns taken away, get thrown in prison, and don't get the opportunity to interact with people on a regular basis. It's disgusting, and Jake is going to be with us in just a moment. Before he arrives... I thought I would also play for you this video showing some of his actions on January 6th, because contrary to what the DOJ says, the DOJ says that Jake Lang attacked police officers. What Jake Lang was really doing was saving people that the police officers, the Capitol Police, I'm going to be very specific, saving people that the Capitol Police were putting in mortal danger. Let's take a look. (laughs)
1: People are getting crushed
2: because while we're at the bottom of this pile, we're yelling as loud as we can we're dying, we're dying. Help, help.
0: You were right by the west
5: where all that sort of mayhem took place where you see people what what looks like people you
4: know uh, fighting some look like they're attacking police officers but as we've been doing more investigations it's coming to the light that those people were actually defending
5: you roseanne boylan and people that were underneath the police officers that were getting struck by the police officers you mentioned that the police officers were spraying mason pepper spray directly at the pile of people
1: they weren't fighting back, we're getting crushed.
5: What they did was they pushed more and more people on top of us. They were beating and beating and beating.
1: like it was like something you'd see out of a mood like in a war scene and it was was a really terrifying experience if it wasn't for jake lang i definitely would be dead
4: all right joining me now on the line direct from pennsylvania is jake lang jake are you there
5: hey zach how's it going god bless you brother
4: God bless you, too, man. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Appreciate you stopping in. Uh, So, listen, this is the first time we've met. This is the first time I've had you on the show. Um, I, I don't know if you know this, but I was present on January 6th, too, so I know exactly what was going on. I know exactly what happened. And the fact that people like you are still being kept in the conditions you are is absolutely disgusting. It's totally morally reprehensible and as unjust as it can possibly get. So, I just, you know, obviously, you're staying really strong through all of it. You're continuing to stay really active, trying to raise awareness, Uh, and I think that that's just an incredible thing. A a lot of lesser men would have already given up by now.
5: Thanks, Zach. I appreciate that. It's uh, all glory to God for that. He's given me uh, my strength, and through Christ, I'm able to overcome any obstacle, any demonic oppression, any painful experience that, you know, this jail would have me consistently be under, whether it be 22 hours a day locked in my cell, which I've been for the last 20 months, or malnourishment, or lack of legal resources, or no religious services. Uh, there's so many different ways um they try to come against us, but God just continues to press in further and create uh, miracles and, and give grace when there is uh, no light to be seen. He He brings light out of darkness.
4: Amen. Is the conditions that you're under right now, are they any better than they were uh, previously?
5: Uh, they've uh, So they moved me actually from Pennsylvania, Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, to Alexandria, Virginia. This is my eighth facility oh, I've wow. been in since I've been incarcerated, January 16th, 2021. Um, this facility here is uh, particularly um, hardcore as far as... Um, it's like purgatory. There's not much here for any human being to look forward to on a daily basis. There's, like I said, I'm 22 hours a day in my cell, which is by itself, it's barren of anything. I mean, it's just a slab, a concrete slab with a two-inch mattress and a steel toilet. There's no desk to sit at or bench to sit at. Um, there's, you know, there's limited books here. There's no legal library access, no religious services. Um, you know, we go to the gym once a week for an hour, and that's sometimes that, you know, they... Postpone that for two three weeks in a row, so um I'm constantly in my cell without seeing sunlight or being able to get yeah, stretch my legs for sometimes weeks and weeks at a time, and then you know just one hour at the little gym to shoot basketball uh hoop once a week is not nearly enough time for recreation or for working out um so yeah i mean this is it is what it is i'm a prisoner of war, and you know this is how the conditions are trying to put patriots under across the country to break our resolve and to make sure we lose our convictions and we take these horrendous plea deals uh my plea deal they're currently offering me is 108 months uh a decade in prison for standing up and defending the constitution on january 6th and being brutalized by police and even having a woman murdered in my arms roseanne boylan what
4: are they actually charging you with
5: i have a slew of charges um Anywhere from uh, well, actually, I just beat this main charge. My my attorney, Steve Metcalf, um, came through with a huge clutch win, one of our, the biggest wins for the the Jan. 6 Patriots thus far. The 15-12 obstruction of Congress charge, it was totally had no facial value. There, his contrived charge that the government was sticking all the January 6 Patriots with. It's a 20-year maximum charge. It's a massive charge, mm-hmm. um, and so we actually beat that charge in a, in a motion to dismiss. Recently, they filed an appeal. So we're fighting the appeal right now. Um, it's looking good for us, though. But I have a number of alleged assault charges from protecting myself and protecting unarmed women and elderly people. Um, in the in that tunnel on January 6th, they were brutalizing people, maiming them, um, doing killer death blows with their steel batons, and um, they were fully you know, guarded with 100% riot shield gear where we were standing there unarmed, singing peaceful hymns and chanting, America will never be a socialist country, and um, we were beaten down and, and you know, attempted, murdered, many of us, and even murdered, like, Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan um, at the hands of the Capitol Police. And so, you know, I have a lot of self-defense charges, related charges as well. I think the most of any Gen Sixer, to be honest.
4: Wow, that's awful. Um, so, tell, tell, I want to go back to January 6th. Tell us a little bit about what you experienced there uh, in that tunnel. What was the point at which things started to go south?
5: Yeah, so um, January 6th, I mean, the day, the infamous day that was really supposed to be uh, a day of, you know, a cherished day in American history. I think it's now going to be forever remembered as Patriots Day, um, where unarmed American citizens banded together, united underneath our flag and standing on godly values and, and... christian love for our country and for our liberty we banded together and we were there protesting a stolen election uh redressing our grievance first amendment right god given right and um we were there peacefully protesting and there was a couple little barriers that the police set up that we were pressed up hard against there peacefully protesting and the cops started um reaching over the barriers dragging people over them pepper spraying us using um, munition rounds uh like I just read an Epic Times this poor man broke got his femur broken by a munition mm-hmm. round, like a rubber bullet basically, um, that cracked him in the leg. I got hit with a rubber bullet in my foot too, they broke my foot. But basically they incited us. Um they they got us there in a kettle pot and they incited us with all different types. They were targeting the women and the elderly men and women there. And they got the younger guys pretty pretty pissed off after a while of watching um, Amer- unarmed American citizens be brutalized. We started to defend the people around us and defend ourselves. And it kind of broke out into a chaotic scene, as the world now knows very well. And, um, you know, we we got uh, up up there on the West Terrace, uh little tunnel entrance area there. We were all hanging out and... Um, you know, peacefully protesting. I had my camera out on me. I was filming for my social media presence and whatnot. And we got inside that tunnel. And, uh, you know, I'm in there filming, and everybody in there is chanting beautiful, you know, USA-related hymns. You know, we're here in the name of the Constitution, and, you know, this is our house, this is the Patriots' house, this is the people's house. And we're uh, asking the policemen who are in full riot gear on the inside of that tunnel a small area. Hey, put down your weapons, guys. We're we're on your side. We love you. We don't want to fight with you. We want to, you know, peacefully protest. We're here in the name of the Constitution. Join us. We're your brothers. We're your fellow countrymen. And um, the Redcoats that day were not having it. They stood in defiant opposition to the will of the American people. And um, they started attacking us, to be quite honest, um, out of nowhere it was like a, a order came through or something like that, and they had all these weapons and riot shields and gas masks and helmets and elbow pads and steel batons, and we had nothing. We had cameras in our hands, cell phones. And um, I saw many people with their backs turned to the police trying to get out of that tunnel, but there was such a surge coming in, they couldn't really move. We were being squished to death. It's even me saying it in the my video on my cell phone. We're dying in here. We're dying in here. Police are squishing us to death. And as they're squishing us to death, they're also brutally beating people down onto the ground. And I helped many, many people up from being trampled off the ground um, that day. And, you know, you'll see that actually in my documentary. We have this uh, fantastic documentary my team and I produced called uh, The Truth About January 6th, which is available for free to watch on j6truth.org. That's J, the number six, truth.org. And you'll see me there. In action, I'm actually saving the life of a Philip Anderson, who is sworn, a court sworn affidavit saying that I saved his life.
2: Order now.
1: or flair.com.
5: He was knocked unconscious from the police and pepper sprayed while he was on the ground. And being trampled by a reverse stampede, the police created inside that tunnel where Roseanne lost her life, and he was about to lose his life as well. I was trying to save Roseanne, couldn't muster it. Um, She was too wedged in. She was too, too many people piled on top of her for too long. She lost her life. and I had to triage my action and move over to Philip because he was, in a better position. His tongue was hanging out of the side of his mouth. He was looking badly beat up and unconscious. I was able to get up underneath him and drag him out to the volunteer Patriot Medics who revived him. By the grace of God, he's still alive. And um, another man recently came forward to Tommy, Tommy Tatum, who has also sworn, a court sworn affidavit that I saved his life by picking him up off the ground. So that's what we were dealing with in there. Police beating people brutally down to the ground and even murdering some of them. And the Patriots had to come together and defend ourselves and defend, uh, the people who are being trampled to death by police, uh, caused a, a stampede, horrendous, horrendous, worst, worst situation ever for a patriot. You just want to protest peacefully and all of a sudden your own, uh, police forces turned its weapons on you and started trying to kill you.
4: It's one of the most horrific things that I can imagine, and seeing the footage in your documentary, seeing uh, the footage of some of the actions you took on January 6th, I mean, I think it's difficult for people to really conceptualize. I mean, what is that, you know, a pile of bodies in front of that tunnel? I mean, how does that even happen? I mean, the, the only way that it could happen, because you've got that wave of people coming up behind you, and then you've got the police clearly just brutalizing people all across that front line. That's the only reason people would find themselves falling to the ground. I mean, it's absolutely insane to imagine that this could happen on American soil.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, these, like I like to say to people, you know, these aren't your local sheriffs or come get your cat out of a tree police officers. These are police officers that were seething, so ready to beat down Trump supporters and out-of-towners that day on January 6th. Um, they couldn't wait. Many of them, I mean, some of them are the fist bumper cops that we saw, um, you know, taking selfies with the Jan Sixers. They are probably more closely aligned with conservative, patriotic values. And then you have this group of, um, police officers, like in the tunnel there, that were, um, you know, definitely looking for trouble and looking to hurt and harm as many unarmed Trump supporters as possible. And they got their wish, um, you know but they also didn't realize that we were not a bunch of cowards who were about to you know be brutally beaten on the steps of our own capital and uh just shriek away and run away like uh you know like cowards and so we we stood we stood strong and we defended ourselves and defended our soil because really what was happening inside that building was a communist coup d'etat stealing the American uh the American presidency from uh, Donald Trump, who is a patriot and a uh, constitutionalist, and Joe Biden is uh, senile, and he is a tyrant. And can't have that happen in America. got to stand firm. When history presents uh, itself to, to stand up and to become a part of history, you have to stand up and do it. You know God's called us to be in that place in that time and uh, protect our country, and so we'll never shrink away from uh, what God calls us to do.
4: No, I I absolutely agree with you. I mean, this is nothing. This is an existential fight. I mean, we're talking about the future of our nation. We're talking about our own futures, our children's futures. I mean, it's never ending. It's going to continue on. And if they're allowed to take the country at this point, then there's really no hope of getting it back Uh, over on the rumble chat. Jake, my mom is watching and she said, is there anything we can send him? Can we send supplies or books? Is, Is there a way to send you anything?
5: Um. Right now, this is what I need from all the American people that are listening right now. We are in the middle of a uh, huge legal drive. Um, We need donations badly. We are representing many different January Sixers. J6 Legal is uh, my fundraising uh, page. So you go to j6legal.org, and you go and you donate over there. Please, God bless you. Um, Your generosity is really greatly appreciated. It's not for my legal fees. I'm already taken care of. I'm raising money for uh, dozens of other January Sixers who are facing trial. They're facing 5, 7, 8, 9, 10 years in prison just off their plea deals, let alone if they lose trial. Um, and so we're raising money for them. So go to j6legal.org and make your contribution there. That's really appreciated, um, and we put it to good use. 100% transparent on our fundraising. The zero percent of the money gets kept by me or any of my team. It all goes to lawyers, and we heavily negotiate with those lawyers. We don't let people come in and take 150 grand, 100 grand. We're getting really good lawyers for January 6 defendants for 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars for some of the massive cases, um, and even below that in some cases because we have patriotic attorneys, Christian brothers and sisters. We're working with who are willing to make the sacrifice on their end, and I negotiate with them down. So we're really doing some great work. We've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars already on another Give, and Go page of mine that I've donated for this cause, and um, we're looking to raise more. This is a massive fundraising effort. So if you're listening, go to j6legal.org and uh, check out the fundraiser and con- contribute as much as you possibly can. We're We're really blessed to have your support, honestly.
4: Well, that's great. It's good to know that there is a page specifically associated with you and that we can check where the money's going. So many people set up GoFundMe's and give send goes, and then you have no idea where the money goes uh also over on rumble original clag he says clag from Seavine here long time my friend yeah very long time good to see you um so jake tell us about uh, these these events that you have coming up i understand uh, my friend aj fisher was just telling me that you had something coming up and uh, uh, full disclosure aj is how we're speaking right now that's how i was able to reach you but the january 6th Tr- solidarity truth press conference what is that going to entail
5: Wow! Yeah, A.J.'s a great patriot. God bless yeah. you, AJ, if you're listening out there. Thanks for the the connect. Um, that's one of the unforeseen things that this that these tyrants did by uh, arresting all of us January sixers is they put us in a, an elite class of our own, and we're all connected now. All of the real patriots have the creams risen to the top, mm-hmm. and um, we're really blessed to be connected, Zach. So Absolutely. thanks, AJ. And so, yes, yeah, really uh, unforeseen. You know when. The enemy intends for evil, God uses for our good and uh we've grown much stronger as a as a, a family of Christians, um so many of us and as uh patriots to to come together and stand united in the face of evil is um uh, is a is a Christian thing to do. It's it's what we're called to do and we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So God bless. And we're gonna be doing it big on September twenty fourth. Mark your calendars. Um I know I'm asking a lot from you guys, asking for donations and watching documentaries, but you know, the January 6 6ers have given the full measure. Some of them have lost their lives for this country. So it's only right that, you know, we do as much as we tend to support them, and myself included. So September 24th, it's called January 6th uh, Solidarity Truth Press Conference and Rally. It's in the heart of Washington, D.C. We're going back uh, to the belly of the beast right outside the federal district courthouse where they're committing so many sins and egregious acts of injustice against American heroes. Going to be from one to five p.m. The details in the flyer and everything is on uh, j6solid.com. That's J the number six solid.com. All of the different websites, uh, like j6truth.org and j6solid.com, they're kind of cross-pollinated. So um, you'll see the flyer on j6truth and whatnot. So don't don't feel the need to write down every single website. Just remember j6truth.org and uh, j6legal.org as well. So this speaking event that we have set up is truly just a miracle. That's unfolding because we have over 20 plus confirmed, really big patriotic speakers. Um, we have some new people that we're just confirming now that are, they're massive. They're big, big Patriots. Uh, Mike Lindell is supposed to be coming down speaking, uh, Congresswoman Lowen Bober, Bober and, um, Audrey Taylor green have, uh, shown interest in coming and speaking. We're confirming with them. That's, uh, it looks like they're coming. And, uh, people that are already confirmed, uh, Professor David Clement, Jim Hall from Gateway Pundit, Dinesh D'Souza, big, big January 6th supporter, God bless him, um, Hong Kwan from Prisoner's Record, Kara Castronova from Newsmax, Johnny Tobacco from Newsmax, Joe Oatman from uh, Conservative Podcast. We are really blessed with uh, these amazing speakers, and there's tons more coming as well. And you, the American people book your your planes, your trains, your automobiles, get them gassed up and make your way down to the Capitol September 24th. This is the big stand that we need people to show up for because September is they're restarting this uh, J6 Select Committee, a little far squad Mm -hmm. TV show, season finale thing that they're doing um, later on this month. And so we're going to be standing in the face of that and also they're starting the Proud Boys and the Oath Keeper Trials this month as well. So, this rally that we put together in this press conference is really just, uh, the biggest one so far, and we're standing united right in the, the middle of the, the greatest, uh, oppression and adversity possible. And this is the time where we come together and show our solidarity and support for political prisoners like me and all the people who have suffered for this country and for our liberties. And we need, uh, a massive showing. I'm talking, it's looking like we're gonna have two, three, four thousand people there, and if, uh, Your listeners are listening, and they book their plane and train tickets and organize in their local communities, buses, or however they want to get down there. Hopefully we'll have up to 10,000 people there and really be able to show um, the government and the liberals, media news, media complex, that uh, we are united and we're not being um, forsaken by God or our country. So it's important for for so many different reasons, and it's important to physically be there and support.
4: Absolutely. Now, you mentioned Lauren Oh hold on. Can you I can't, I, I got muted somehow. Sorry about that. Uh, you had mentioned oh. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Boebert is going to be there. Have you had any contact from any other Republican names, any other politicians, people who might be able to exert some political pressure on this unselect committee or perform any investigations? If perhaps we do take back the house and the Senate come 2023.
5: Uh, you know, um, I wish I could tell you a lot more, uh, the grassroots effort is really where January 6th is based off of. God has used yet again the farmers and the shepherds and the and the humble people of this country to support us and to you know because it's we the people at the end of the day yeah. that have the inherent power in this country and you know if we lean too much on our politicians to come and be our saviors in times of adversity or tyrannical power um, we're probably going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we had Louis Gohmert come visit us in D.C. jail, which was a massive blessing. Um, he was—he's uh, a strong patriot. He's done an op-ed and um, epic times. That was a pleasure to read. And Donald Trump just last week spoke out—you know, um, very, you know, very strongly in support of the Jan. Sixers, saying you know that there's a full pardons coming and a lot of apologies need to be made to us. So I appreciated that. Um, now it is a little bit disconcerting that the biggest January 6th event thus far has been organized by pretty much single-handedly me and my, my team, you know, just me based out of, you know, my two hours a day, I get off my phone calling my close uh, patriotic contacts and, uh, you know, my dad as well, financially supporting. So it's, you know, if the people who decide to come like Bird and, and MTG, they are going to be, you know, greatly appreciated, but I wish that the leadership was coming from, from them and from other, you know, big Republican names like Trump and his family and DeSantis and Cruz and, you know, Ron Johnson and stuff, you know, they should be the ones locking arms like Martin Luther King and doing marches and protests and rallies on our behalf across the country. It, uh, you know, it's sad that I've had to organize it with my team right here single-handedly from jail. But hey, like I said, God's using the humble. So I'm, I'm very grateful that they're there's a lot of support for us. And and, uh, the American people are the only people I care about having support from.
4: Well, I I like your attitude. And I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think a lot of people deify politicians, they deify these people with big names. And uh, when that happens, you're right, people are uh, undoubtedly going to be disappointed. And truthfully, the only way this is going to be fixed, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is at the ballot box and through conservative activism. And we have to be boots on the ground. We have to be directly involved. And it is amazing to me, honestly, that you've been able to do as much as you have from behind bars, because uh, I can only imagine the amount of pressure they're putting on you and, and the way that they're trying to constrict your ability to even use your time. What have the guards been like at – each of these facilities that you've been to? I mean, was it an abusive situation like I've heard it is in Washington, D.C., or are, are you getting treated fairly?
5: I mean, you know, it varies as far as individually. I'd say the overwhelming uh, majority of guards are, um, they they want to see us in the greatest amount of pain possible. They're trying to make our time um as pre-trial detainees, innocent until proven guilty, as difficult as possible to put on pressure on us to take these ridiculous plea deals Mm -hmm. But I have seen greatness behind these bars, too, from not only from my other January 6th brothers, my Christian brothers, but also from some Christian brothers who happen to be prison guards, who have come and prayed with me all night before, laid hands on me, and uh, prayed with me. But I've also seen abuse from them I've been pepper sprayed I've been punched in the gut for singing the national anthem I've been deprived of clothing for weeks at a time sitting in my pants with no boxers or socks or shoes or t-shirt you know just in the you know prison jumpsuit basically for weeks with no hygiene and had to show up at court one time and with no shoes on I mean this uh this you know criminal justice system in America is uh, being exposed as how um brutally wicked it is uh, through the January fixtures, and that's another way God is using us to show the um, the inherent, uh, I mean, just brutality of being locked away in prison, especially as a pretrial detainee when you're innocent. Um, you should be afforded all of your constitutional rights and, you know, human rights as far as, you know, not being locked in a cell 22 hours a day, being able to sit down and eat a meal instead of eating it off your floor, which I currently have to do. There's nowhere to sit in my room. I'm not going to sit in my bed and eat. I'm not going to sit on the toilet and eat. So, no, there's a lot of things that are wrong with uh, incarceration in America, and we're exposing them. And it's, um, you know, another thing that people need to get keen and aware on is uh, how we treat the the least of these as Christians and as Americans. Speaks a lot about who we are as a country. And um, you know, I uh, I met a lot of great people in prison, not just January Sixers, who have deep faith in God, who um, you know, deserve a deserve a second chance.
4: I absolutely agree with you. <clears throat> so, Jake. Let's say that uh, we're able to get this cleared up. What are you hoping to go home to? What are you going to be doing next once you get out?
5: Looking to go home to my church. I just want to be surrounded by the people of God that have shown me so much love. Um have one minute left. shown me so much love so far. We have a prayer group call that meets up every single night at 9 p.m. Um, that it's on Prisoner's Record, if you guys want to check that out on Telegram. I'm currently running a podcast, too, from prison here called the Political Prisoner Podcast. Um, I'm going to be continuing that. If you go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify app and you search Jake Lang, you'll see that. I just did an episode with Ashley Babbitt's mom, Mickey, um, that is very emotional and it. definitely should not miss it. So search Jake Lang on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to check that out. And I'm going to continue praying and preaching and writing and fighting for the good fight, man. The good fight of faith is... Uh, and liberty in this country is never to be stopped.
4: All right. Amen. Well, Jake, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to have you back on the podcast in the near future. Stay safe.
5: Yeah. Thank you so much, Zach. God bless you.
4: God bless, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That was Jake Lang. The caller has hung up. Thank you for using security. God, Jake Lang calling in from... His prison cell in Virginia. I guess that he was moved from Pennsylvania to Virginia. Let me go through some of these thank yous over here on the foxhole. Neo says, God bless you both. Keep fighting, Jake. We're praying for you every day. Love you, Zach. I love you too, Neo. patriot 1776 says, thank you for bringing us this, Zach. Make much love to you and Jake. God bless you both. Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. Thank you, PC Tech Pro for the cookie as well. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for it. PC Tech Pro did... Did you used to follow me on Twitch? I feel like I remember seeing you on Twitch. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Average Joe Patriot uh, says, uh, we are with you. We are with you. God bless you and stay strong. Khaleesi 2020, thank you for the shades. NX17 says, thanks, RP. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. And PC Tech Pro dropping another phone. Appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much also to my mother and to Clagg. Uh, I'll make sure that Jake gets the a, a copy of this from his people outside uh, so that he can go ahead and take a listen and see all of your uh, your comments. Uh, Carrie Lake, thank you very much for that cookie as well. You know, guys, I have to be really honest with you. Every time I do a show with one of these guys, uh, or where we're going back and talking about it, you know, I just, I, I, I can't help but feel that I am one of the luckiest people in the world, because I very easily could be in Jake's shoes. So easily, many of us could have been put in the exact same scenario could have been persecuted, could have had our entire lives taken away from us. And to know that Jake still maintains his faith, to know that he is still continuing to persevere despite everything that he has to go up against, I think it's an incredible thing. And uh, I just thank God every day that we have each other and that we're able to be here. And we are blessed to be on the outside and to be able to continue to fight. So don't ever, ever give up because the only way this is going to work is with every single one of us. I want to thank everybody for being here. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. I'll be back tomorrow with Occam's Razor at 1 p.m. and then another episode after that. So until then, good luck and God bless. Uh, I forgot to say this. I also wrote a sub stack. Uh, you can go to my sub stack uh, through my truth social and uh, check out the article and uh, tell me what you think.